home packing with their tails between their legs and knocking on the NLCS door to face up against the Arizona Diamondbacks. It's closeout day, guys. Welcome to PHLY Phillies Podcast. I'm Renee Washington, Jamie Lynch, Tyler Zuli. I love that the chat has already got some energy let's just say energy, coming into the chat today. Now, after last night's exciting game, uh, you know, the post-game show was incredible. It was wild. It was fun. We got, a, we got into a lot of different things. We've got plenty to get into today. But close out day, Jamie, how you feeling? Uh, cautiously great. Okay. Uh, I don't want to get and sound cocky, but I feel good. The vibes are good. Uh, the powder blue jerseys. Are just a, they're a beautiful jersey to clinch in, um, so I, I feel pretty good. Uh, I listened to some of Garrett Stubbs' playlist again today. I didn't get any signs from the universe about more home run bets or anything, so uh, I got nothing for you there. But uh, overall, just a good feeling. Feeling good, feeling good. How are you guys feeling? I, I see we're we're here in the chat. Uh, we're, it seems like we've got good energy, minus John Blaze, who's always bringing the Phillies hate, but yeah. respect that, at least you're consistent. Phillies in four, Anthony. That's the feeling we've all been having, and it absolutely is feeling like today is the day. Don't want this series headed back to Atlanta. I'm feeling optimistic, confident, and honestly, after yesterday, um, Without a doubt, feeling like today is the day that we're, we're locking things up. Yeah, and the Phillies just released the starting lineup uh, about two minutes ago. So we have that to start off the show. Not anything drastic uh, this time of the year. Usually there's not, except for the platoon in left field. Uh, and Brandon Marsh is going to be playing tonight and batting eighth for your Phillies. Uh, looks like the standard lineup. Castellanos staying in the seven hole. Riamuto six. Stott in the five hole tonight. Uh, Bohm in the four, Harper three, Turner two, and of course Schwarber one. Uh, so there's the lineup. It looks like a great clinching lineup to me. Uh, and then you got Joe Blanton throwing out the first pitch tonight. So heavy B back in the building. Love to see that. Well, we've talked about the first pitch and who we should have at Citizens Bank Park, getting the fans riled up. And what better person than the uh, hero, one of the heroes from the 08 World Series. The champ is here and uh, ready to bring some championship vibes into the ballpark. So the starting lineup, the starting pitcher, the starting pitch that we're going to get, it's all coming together. That's for sure. Um, Ranger Danger on the mound going up against Spencer Strider for the Braves. We've talked about Spencer Strider. Of course, everybody was saying the same exact thing. Bring it on, Strider. We want Strider. And it's time. We are hours away. I'm, like, nervous and excited, and there's so many emotions bubbling up and bottling up right now because we're getting closer to game time. And I just cannot wait to see what's tonight's brings every game there's been huge moments historic moments and plays and I'm looking forward to seeing who's going to make that play today yeah I mean when you think back to the first round Bryson Stott's grand slam only the second in history Wheeler's giving you some great performances Aaron Nola's giving you some great performances Rob Thompson put his blueprint on the playoffs already with a master class in, in game one and then of course 
I haven't been able to consume enough of it. He was trending all over the sports universe last night, and uh, he's kind of the face of Major League Baseball and still somehow gets discredited within his own sport. Uh, you know, I think ESPN did a poll this year of, like, top players, and he was, like, 49th or something. Uh, but Bryce Harper is, uh, has given us another moment, uh, and two of them, actually, with the stare down seen from uh, or heard around the world. Uh, that was that was pretty special last night, and I've watched that home run probably about 164 times today, I would say, around, um, and they're all there on the uh, PHLY underscore Phillies account if you want to uh, relive that magic whenever you want. Yeah, and I know I saw Todd Zalecki put out a nice tweet just sharing the numbers that Bryce has had, that 1.697 OPS in seven postseason games against Atlanta, the second best mark by any player against a single team in postseason history. And then, of course, as we know, Bryce has been making history of his own in a, in a number of ways, whether within the Phillies club or overall in the NLDS. We know with that uh, second home run he hit yesterday, cracked that top spot for most career home runs in the NLDS and became the first Phillies player ever to hit two home runs in a three-inning span in a postseason game. He's racking up the history. And I know I see in the chat John talking about Bryce Harper's celebration. I've got a lot of things that I'm bones to pick for the Braves fans of what they are continuing to try to say to just make excuses and whining. We're going to get there with the wins and whines, guys. Don't worry. It's, it's coming up because I'm so tired of all the whining that we've been hearing from Braves fans. And here it is in the chat again today. But Bryce Harper, Bryce history making Harper continues to show us, as uh, we were talking about on Twitter, why he's possibly in without a doubt, making a strong case for being the best free agent signing ever in Philly sports history for the way he's come to this Phillies organization and just been iconic, legendary in his play. Yeah, he, I, he probably will go down as the greatest free agent signing in history of Philadelphia sports. It's pretty awesome. I was shocked to see last night um, you know, that he's already approaching the home run leaders for Phillies in postseason history. Cool. He tied Ryan Howard last night with his eighth uh, postseason home run. Uh, so Bryce and Ryan Howard, we've heard of the big piece. I'm wearing his jersey right now. Uh, they're tied with eight. Chase Utley is at 10. And then I always forget how clutch Jason Worth was, but Jason Worth is your Phillies postseason home run leader with 11. Uh, so I don't think there's any doubt in anybody's mind, me, you, uh, people in the chat, shout out Ezra and uh, Kyle K and Eugene Krabs and Trevor Rice. Spiral out. It was great to miss you. Yeah, miss you. <laughs> I miss you already, I should say. But it was great to meet you yesterday. Um, so I don't think that it surprises anybody that Bryce Harper is quickly becoming or will become the Phillies all-time postseason home run leader. And Renee, uh, it was such a monumental home run last night and great, such a great storyline around it. Uh, that we kind of hounded our uh, creative design guru here at All City Sports, <laughs> Eric, out in Denver. Uh, we were like, dude, got to pounce. We got to pounce on this oh, Bryce yeah. Harper shirt. So we got it done overnight. Boom. Check out that beauty. Uh, it's on the lower third right now. There's Tyler flashing the graphic. Atta boy. Thank you, Orlando Garcia. And we'll get all into that, uh, you know, fallout in the whining section in a minute. Uh, but that shirt is a thing of beauty. It's available in baby blue and white. So hop on the allphly.com locker room. Uh, we'll have links all over our social media. You can grab a shirt, and that one is a beauty. 
Oh, and is a beauty. And that's one that you can be your beauty. And you could be rocking that shirt out at the ballpark. Absolute. Oh, guys, I feel like you're this bromance back and forth between you and Spiral Out. It's giving me FOMO. <laughs> I miss you too, Spiral Out. Um, but listen, it's, it's a chance to be able to rock a historic moment. And I'm so happy that we were able to put this shirt together, our first official piece of merch outside of our usual PHLY gear that you mm -hmm. guys can buy. So if you head on over to the locker room on our website, there's tons of stuff you can buy, including that shirt there. And it's a historic moment that you know when you look across sports history and you think about the Allen Iverson stepping over Ty Lue or AJ Brown stare down you know the stare down for Bryce Harper is in that category I think and it was was it Kyle that said this is our generation's Iverson Lue yeah, step over moment it Kyle feels Newback like from it. the Sixers show and it and it does feel like that pick hang it in the freaking Louvre him staring down Arcia <laughs> Uh, is a thing of beauty, and it is kind of like the new generation AI stepover pick. It honestly is, and that was one of those historic moments in Philly sports. Obviously, we don't love the way that that series played out, but this series is going to play out much better. Uh, it was, without a doubt, a big moment in the early 2000s when that 2001 NBA final but now it's our it's our 2023 playoff run that we're getting another historic moment. So yeah, I, I agree that picture is the hardest photo of all time. Kyle, you're saying it's it's definitely it's a, an image that's very <laughs> badass. I mean, and shout out to the photographer. Um, I, I'm forgetting his name off the top of my head. Um, a freelance photographer that captured that moment and was able to just catch the perfect angle that you see Arcia, you see Bryce. Oh, you just. Kismet. Yeah, I'm going to be ordering one of the shirts. Uh, so, and remember, you diehard members, if there's some here in the chat, I know my sister got her diehard package in the mail today. Uh, so, if you haven't gotten that already, uh, that will be arriving soon. But you diehard members also get a discount in the locker room store. Uh, so, those shirts could be yours at a discount if you're a diehard member. Uh, and hopefully, we get many more awesome storylines and events. Uh, you know, I hope Kyle Schwarber hits one out of the stadium tonight that lands in South Philadelphia uh, at a crucial point in the game, and we can make another T-shirt out of that. I, you know, maybe Ranger Suarez uh, goes out tonight and holds the the Braves score, you know, hitless over six innings and does his job, and we can make a cute little Ranger shirt and a little adorable <laughs> little guy. Um, you know, you're such a <laughs> I love Ranger, an adorable crush on <laughs> Ranger Suarez. He reminds me so much of Carlos Ruiz, just like a happy, like big cheeked guy. He's always smiling, kind <laughs> of is, small. People is. don't expect much. Like I think, I think Ranger kind of gets underestimated, mm. uh, and he's in a huge spot tonight, Renee. I know we have some numbers on him, yeah. uh, but last game he got the quick hook after three and two thirds inning. Rob Thompson didn't tell him ahead of time that that was the plan. Everybody knew, including the bullpen and JT, uh, but they didn't want to mess with Ranger's mind. Right. I would assume. Uh, there's been full discretion with Ranger tonight, and he's going to have the opportunity to go a little bit longer, I would think, because he was pretty spectacular against them uh, in game – was that game two? No, that was game, game one. one. That and was game one. So, and, and here's Tyler. He's just, you know, <laughs> happily making graphics all over the place. Oh, yeah. I mean, game one, we all talked about the, the – quick hook for Ranger Suarez coming out after just three and two-thirds innings pitch. Four strikeouts in that performance. Just gave up one hit. And overall for Ranger Suarez in the postseason career in 18.1 innings pitched, 
98 ERA, 17 strikeouts, 10 hits. That's pretty and, damn good. Uh, pretty good, Ranger Danger. And the only Braves that have a 2-5 batting average versus Ranger Suarez are Riley Olsen and Acuna. So talk about getting ahead in the counts with a 470 ERA. That is that a 7 or a 2? 740 whip. When down 1-0, Ranger, it's a two. I'm sorry. Wow, feels like the eye test again. Oh, a boy. Two, oh, no, I'm and getting blind like me. Jamie. Yeah. Oh, no, it's rubbing off on me. A 240 whip when down 1-0. Ranger is the guy to call on in these big moments, and his stats have backed him up. And the postseason stats alone have been impressive, which is what the Phillies do best. Regardless what the regular season stats may be, come postseason time, the ERA, the, the numbers under pressure especially – through the roof. So Ranger Danger getting the start going up against uh, Spencer Strida. Um, yeah, he, the comment it looks like we have from an Atlanta person. I find it funny. You Phillies folks think we're sad here in Atlanta. We've been watching this type of performance <laughs> for 25 years or so. This is nothing new. Uh, wow. Make sure you finish the job this time. I, you look, I agree. I don't want to go back to Atlanta, even though the Phillies would have the pitching advantage <laughs> in that game uh, with big game Zach Wheeler on the mound. Yes, uh, A, uh, down there in Atlanta. Yes, the Braves have been choking for a long time, <laughs> so this is somewhat customary or tradition for you. Uh, and, and Trevor Rice, real quick, I was asking about the Die Hard membership. Yes. Trevor, it's on the website at the top of the page. It's $79.99 a year. Gets you discounts in the locker room. Gets you discounts uh, on our events like tailgating and, and some trips we're going to be doing, stuff like that. It gets you um, all the access to exclusive written content. It gets you a free t-shirt and some merchandise right off the bat. Um, so it's a pretty cool thing. So you can check that out. Uh, and especially if the Phillies keep on a, on a run here, I'm going to be hounding Eric to make, uh, you know, hopefully more, a World Series tee. More, and, more, more. Like, let's just keep cranking out these T-shirts because uh, I got a lot of ideas floating around. Yeah, honestly, the more we win, the more shirts that you can be purchasing and being able to rock the Phillies. Um, I know there was a chat earlier by, I believe it was Patrick, that I wanted to circle back to. Tyler, all right, I'm sorry. Scroll back on up there. Yep, Patrick Glenn. What I hope tonight is to be up big again and the fans start chanting, you can't beat us. This would be the third time in the playoffs that we have eliminated the Braves. Yeah. So, A, that's what you're, you know, as you're saying, we're going to finish the job this time. Um, not keep this hanging around any longer. Should have, could have, and should have finished in three. But here we are. Give you a, an extra game, a gentleman sweep, so to speak. And today should be the day. But you know, when you look at Ranger Suarez getting the start today, you look at the way we've been playing in this series. Um, aside from that two they inning two hiccup, innings. they had two innings. Two inning hiccup in, in game two that was more on us than them. Today absolutely feels like a day that we're going to be celebrating closing out. On the other side, Spencer Strider's numbers. Let's take a look at Spencer Strider. Yeah. Um, Tyler made a graphic here for Strider. Uh, Trevor asked us to look at him on four days rest, which he is worse than the full five days rest, as most pitchers are. Uh, but in game one, he was pretty good, but it wasn't good enough. Uh, seven innings pitch, one earned, two runs, five hits, eight Ks. Now, this is wild, and it's, um, it's a telling tale because he's only – faced the Phillies in the playoffs in his career, which is last year and now this year. So all three of his career postseason starts are against the Phillies. That's what happens when you can't get past them and out of the first round, you only face them. Um, 
So on first pitch of at bat in 2023, and you saw this in game one, the Phillies were looking to pounce that high fastball. So on the first pitch of at bats tonight, uh, that's where you're going to look for the Phillies to be aggressive again tonight. 15 extra base hits, six of those being dingers, 18 home runs, and a 10.93 ERA. Kevin Long knows that. Kyle Schwarber looks that, uh, is going to be looking for that high fastball tonight. I, he's going to be swinging out of his shoes the first pitch of the game. I, I just know it. Uh, so hopefully, I mean, there couldn't be a better way to start the game tonight uh, versus Turner, Bohm, and Castellanos and Real Muto. He's kind of owned them. So we need some of those guys to come through tonight. All four of them cannot be quiet. Uh, but Strider is 10 of 77 versus them for a 129 batting average. Uh, and as Tyler Zuli, our producer, points out, still has a stupid mustache, even if he's grown a beard out, too. That's a fair point and uh, one that I think should not be forgotten. Uh, but you need one of those four guys that he's dominated to come through for you tonight because, you know, you can't live with those four, basically the meat of your order, uh, being held under a 200 average. Yeah, I mean, I think the frustrating thing is Spencer Strider, as you talk about, has had our heavy hitters number but it's a new day it's a new it's a new season in that it's the postseason and not the regular season and I'm feeling confident heading into the day that we're going to continue similarly to what we saw yesterday with that 10-2 performance that we're going to have a similar performance today maybe not 10 runs that we score but I do expect a nice offensive productive offensively productive day for the Phillies and I don't think Spencer Strider is uh going to have nearly the success that he's had against the Phillies in the past so Spencer yeah, they're not, Strider they're not intimidated um by him and they're going to be looking to jump him because of that first pitch number mm -hmm. that Tyler just showed you uh, and this was a little nugget from the athletic earlier today uh in terms of Spencer Strider as well uh, Strider allows more balls in the air than your typical starting pitcher. Among qualified starters, he ranks 41st out of 44 when it came to ground ball rate this season. It's possible to be effective doing this, especially when you strike out, you know, 28 batters per game, give or take. But the Phillies are a team of himbos that look to launch the ball into the air as hard and as far as possible. Doesn't mean it's a bad matchup, but it's certainly an interesting matchup matchup I don't think the approach of the plate tonight is going to be any different than it was game one they are going to be swinging for the fences and looking to put balls in the air tonight uh, I have a feeling the bats are going to continue tonight I know Spencer Strider is a great pitcher respect him and all that but I think somebody's going to tattoo his ass tonight and send a piss missile into the Citizens Bank Park uh, nuthouse and if it's Kyle Schwarber to lead off a game man that is <laughs> the way to get that place absolutely uh, in mayhem. And Kyle is due. He is. He's due for a swore bomb. I know we talked about it in the show yesterday. He's still due. And so I feel like today would be a great day. Start us off. It's a great day to have off, a great day. But it is a great day to have a great day. And uh, hopefully that happens for Kyle today. Let's make it happen. We need some swore bombs. Um, but also we need another win and less wines for today. Now, yeah, wow. with every game that the Phillies have won, here comes the Braves whining. And I like wine, but only the wine that I can pour what into a glass, of? not the wine, any kind, red, 
red, white, doesn't you matter. You don't have one, a go-to? No, I just like um, all things wine. I'm, I a, just, I'm a Pinot Noir and Rosé, man. Oh. Mm, real aristocrat. I mean, if I had to pick one, I would say like a Riesling right. or something. But honestly, 90% of wines are good for me. <laughs> so the only wine I like is the one that I can either drink out the bottle or out the glass, maybe even a box, but not the ones that I have to hear. And for even going back to the wild card round, we had the Braves whining. We've got receipts on all the whining. Um, and, and keep in mind with that whining, uh, when they won the division here in Philadelphia and were peacocking around the bases and celebrating, you can't have it both ways. You can't be cocky no. and then whine. Right. I don't understand that. Do you want some cheese with that wine, Braves? Because here's my issue. You want to have a double standard for quite literally everything, starting with the chop. I've seen so many Braves fans on Twitter claiming that it's not racist when we do the chop. It's racist when you are mimicking us doing the chop because you're doing it in a different kind of a manner, and now it's racist and inappropriate. Mm. Huh. <laughs> Thank you, Tyler Zuli, for my Michael Scott impression. <laughs> uh, Michael Scott impression, excuse me. But a chop is a chop, and it's a racist act is a racist act, regardless who is doing it. Us mimicking you is actually us trying to say, and I would like people to stop mimicking the chop in general, too. But overall, it's racist. No matter how you slice it, it's racist, and it needs to stop. So don't now claim the chop is, it's okay when it's happening in Truist Park. It's not okay when it's happening at Citizens Bank Park when we're making fun of you. It's absurd, is what it is. Yeah, and uh, the Phillies did it in a mocking fashion. I, I personally thought it was kind of funny. Um, but yes, I, I don't think we did it for the reasons they do it. Um, but uh, yeah, let's hope that they're just completely demoralized tonight because the Braves had to be, like, that has to suck. You know, when, that, when the opposing fan base flips it on you like that, um, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty... Um, that's a that's a that's a tough stadium to play in, and, and you know the kid vi went viral last night with the Arcia stats in the postseason. Uh, that was pretty great. So it, it's uh, it's a raucous environment, and Spencer Strider knows that people are frothed up for him tonight. And I can't imagine it's an easy environment to play in. Like obviously the Braves are going to say like, oh no, that doesn't affect us, and this and that. But it, how could it not affect you uh, between right. the ears all day and. That stadium, it, it, look, it, it, it backs it up with the record. It's the best home field record in baseball history. And tonight's going to be great. Uh, and, and I'm really looking forward to just seeing the stands tonight, especially if they can get an, an early lead or something. Like, that place is just going to be electric. Well, I've got more receipts really quickly to run oh, through, Jamie, because that wasn't all the whining that I saw. Um, I think oh, my oh, Travis Darno, yeah, we got to get to him. Oh, we didn't even get to Travis Little D Arno. Um, oh, the but... <laughs> so the other issue is obviously we know that after yesterday's beating that the Braves then came out and were whining and complaining that it wasn't supposed to get leaked by the media Ooh. that Arcia was talking about Harper and yada, yada, yada. Well, not only did they have that, they ca people came out later and continued to also say, well, the Phillies would have done it too, and we didn't mean anything by it. We just got caught up in the excitement. Hmm. You're making comments against your opponent in the clubhouse 
on the record with mics and cameras in your face, and you're gonna say, we just got caught up in the excitement because when you don't know how to win, you don't know how to act when you win. And that's what I got from all this because the Braves have continued to make excuses, to whine and complain. And then the other part they're whining about is Bryce's celebration. So Bryce doing the slit the throat thing, actually Braves radio commentators were saying, in this, in today's climate, this is inappropriate. So now we're gonna we're gonna be micromanaging how players are celebrating when he's done it all season. I fully understand, and I am so sorry for all those that are impacted by the terrible acts of violence that are happening in Israel. But we're not gonna then spin it and try. And you're reaching. You're just reaching to me. And everything with the Braves is a reach, from claiming that the mimicking of the of the chop is racist to claiming that it was an accident to now claiming that Bryce shouldn't be celebrating that way. It just be competitive. We don't mind. We love beating you, but we don't want to beat up on you and you just act like spoiled brats and babies. And I think that's what's the most frustrating. This is the NLDS. We're talking playoffs. We're talking Major League Baseball. And you guys are acting like five-year-old kids whining and complaining about everything. Yeah, Travis Darnell, I'm, uh, I'm extremely confused. At, like, yes, uh, you know, you go on and say it's a sanctuary and these things could, shouldn't get out. You, you can't, like, when the media's in, I mean, maybe, you know, there's some people that understand off the record, on the record, but in the playoffs, there's more reporters than ever that are in there, and some aren't there you know, 162 games throughout the season. So they might hear something that a player is saying openly to other teammates and, you know, think that's on the record. And Jake Mintz, I believe his name was, from Fox Sports, heard it. And I'm sure Arcia was peacocking around and feeling chesty with himself. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and now they want to play the woe is us. Uh, this is a sanctuary. It makes us not want to talk to the media. It's very simple. When the media is around, don't say anything you wouldn't want to get out. Or you're, you're, there's plenty of time in those locker rooms without the media. The media only gets a small window to be mm -hmm. in there. So if you're, you know, if you want to be, you know, say it with your chest, Kevin Hart, Bingo. Um, you, you know, expect that to get picked up by the media. It's pretty simple. Or you're going to say something, you, you, you stand up as a man with some backbone and some conviction, and you stand behind it. You don't then go around and now you want to make excuses and change up what was said or the manner of which it was said or how it was intended. No, you hold yourself accountable. You made a comment, you know, bulk up, stay by it, and don't switch up on what your, what your comment is. And then to see all these excuses and little Diarno and all these other people, you know, all you're doing actually is adding fuel to the fire because now the, the Phillies, much like we're saying, is okay, we got you because you're sitting up and you're now complaining and whining and making excuses about every little thing. It's like every comment coming out of the clubhouse isn't game focused. It's not about we have to do better, you know, at getting hits. We've got to do better. We've got to hold ourselves accountable and play better or whatever it is. No, it's about excuses of, well, it shouldn't have gotten out that we were talking about Bryce Harper. And like Ian Rappaport was even saying today on the NFL show, he was talking about, Everybody understands how the media operates. Like you were just talking about, yeah. Jamie. No, it's, There's a time for it. You do that. Whatever you want to say and ridiculousness you want to do. You get like a half hour media do. window. Like, right. what are we talking so about So shut here? up when the media is there. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty do your simple. Do you, everybody has the politically correct answers. You stick to those politically correct answers of the fluff that we all love to hear. When you win, there's answers. When you lose, there's answers. Stick to those answers. Keep it simple. And then when you do make a comment like that, stick behind it. Alec Bohm, as Tyler Zuli is reminding us, a great example of someone that got caught saying... 
I effing hate this place at Citizens Bank Park. We all remember that back in April. Owned it. And look at how much we respect Alex and Alec now. I mean, Bohm had the backbone to be able to say, I messed up and hold himself to a, a bigger standard instead of making excuses. Braves learn to do the same thing. All right, Renee, we need a, uh, a vibes outfit chick check in here on Bryce Harper. The pictures just came out of him arriving at the stadium. He's all business in a beautiful blue colored suit. Uh, I don't know if I could rock it, but Bryce certainly can. Uh, inside the liner of the suit jacket is uh, scenic pictures of Philadelphia. And if you notice the little pocket square right there. Love it. It is a Philly fanatic pocket square with a old school Phillies hat on. My man looks pretty good. I clean. think vibes are so high. So fresh and so clean, clean. This yeah. is the stuff we should be focusing on is how we're preparing for the game, the game day fits, all the excitement leading up to the game. As competitors, we're focusing more on the on those things, not the whining. But I love that Bryce continues to bring good. some He's fashion. He's feeling good. We saw Prime Time the other day. Yeah. Well, that was yesterday. It feels like for a long you time You know, Coach ago. Prime knows dogs when he sees them. And oh, Nick yeah. Castellanos' dog, maybe <laughs> Harper's the, the leader, uh, whatever it may be. But Bryce Harper... Uh, pretty awesome stuff last night. <laughs> I, I like he went on his uh, love affair with Philadelphia in the post game show last night, and it's uh, it's so fucking cool to hear. Like some people might say, oh, he's just pandering. I I genuinely believe he feeds off of that crowd and that environment and this fan base. I I genuinely believe he loves it here, uh, and to hear him talk about. You know, it's all about bringing a title back to Mr. Middleton and these fans. And, like, he, he had me fired up last night in the post game. And for that reason alone, I want them to win the night so bad to, to, to you know, register that, that crowd uh, excitement and feed off of that and build on it for next round. Uh, Bryce Harper is one of the coolest, <laughs> coolest Philly athletes I've ever seen. And... After having a performance like we saw in Game 3, that's all the more reason why we want to see the Phillies close out today. It's similar yeah. to when Zach Wheeler was on the mound and was you know, going through inning after inning without giving up a hit or a run, that we wanted him to have that chance to finish that out. I mean, when you have these performances, you want to back it up with closing things out and, and doing taking care of business, essentially. And we talked about it yesterday, the intensity, playing every game, every inning, I should say, like it's your last, and making sure you're not leaving anything to chance. No errors, no mistakes. Just ensuring that you're constantly bringing that high energy throughout the course of the game. And after yesterday's game, we're all feeling the energy. So I you know, love the fact that we had the chance to just see the iconic stare down, Harper hits two home runs. Cassiano hits two home runs. Trey Turner and JT and Brandon Marsh. You know, to have these moments Brandon to cheer. Brandon Martian, please. Sorry, Brandon Martian, according <laughs> to the Lynch family. Um, to have these moments to cheer and be on your feet, what better way than to close out at home in front of your fans to send off into the NLCS with such a high of a victory yeah. and a way to clinch the NLDS? Yeah, I talked about FOMO with the girls last night because, like, Skyler, my four-and-a-half-year-old, is super into it. So when she jumped in bed this morning the first thing she said was dad the philly scored 10 points <laughs> and i was like i know it was pretty cool she goes bryce harper has the best swing and i was like it's pretty freaking cool i know and then she asked to listen to because apparently my addy my wife and the girls were all listening to a-okay 
Bryson Stott's, uh, you know, walk-up music last night. So it wasn't a big dancing on my own uh, morning over breakfast today when I made the Megs. It was uh, A-OK by Bryson Stott. Well, not by Bryson Stott, but his walk-up song. <laughs> Basically. Um, and it was, uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun, and I, I really hope we can uh, listen to Dancing on My Own tonight and tomorrow and get ready to face the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yes, and uh, listen, it's... These are the memories. These are the moments. Yeah. You know, we talk about how long it's been, the playoff drought. Well, the last two seasons, obviously not the case. These are moments that we've all been wanting for a very long time. And so now it's time to continue these moments. And today's win will be a great way to solidify that instead of having to go back into a game five and dragging this out. And then things get very I, hairy I, and scary in a game five in Atlanta. Let's nerves, be honest. The nerves of a game five Woo! would be. I, I just just end it today, guys. Just uh, end it today for just, all of us. Yeah, just just do it. Yes. Um, yeah. So let's let's not think about Saturday. Let's just give the fans, well, give the people what they want tonight, and just just end this team and the mental domination. If they're able to pull it out, even tonight or down in Atlanta, the mental domination they will have over the Atlanta Braves, you, it, it, it's priceless. Oh, yeah. Two years in a row when you're, you know, a 104-win team and, you, you know, you set the greatest slugging percentage in Major League history as a team and you had, what, five or six guys over 35 home runs to then go, yeah, that's cool. We don't care about that. We're a bunch of slutty himbos that mash home runs <laughs> when it matters the most and Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola are awesome. So uh, you can't beat us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this group uh, is two innings away from having swept the Braves. And just like we saw around the rest of the league, uh, there's been a lot of sweeping going on and a lot of teams closing out in four. So it's looking like today's another chance for that to happen, for the NLDS, for the Phillies to win. So let's get into our best bets uh, because we've been pretty accurate for anybody that's looking to go to DraftKings and play some bets. Jamie and I have been pretty accurate on our bets I had so far. I heater last night. Uh, yeah, Ooh. I mean, honestly, I, look, we've been about 90 Five percent accurate, I would say. Yeah. If we were, if we were actually calculating. Yeah, we're we're pretty good. <laughs> we're just handing out free money here. Basically. Um, yeah. Let's hope we uh, we can do the same again tonight. Renee, why don't you kick us off with yours, and then uh, we'll get to mine and Tyler's. So my best bets definitely are similar to what my game prediction is going to be, but I'm going to leave that in the air, tease it out for you. Um, I'm going to start off with. You, oh, I see you moving stuff in there. Oh, no, um, I just took no, out your third. Yeah. I'm going to start with Spencer Strider because I think today is, is as we all know, a huge chance um, to really pummel Spencer Strider. So there's a bet of under seven and a half strikeouts. Um, that's, a lot, that's a high number. I mean, he look, he's a strikeout stud, but that is a high number. So yeah. I, I like where your head's at. For plus 115, all I'm right. taking that. like that. Uh, and then your other one? And then my other one is the total run lines for the Phillies in the first five innings. It's plus one and a half total run line for the first five innings. It's a minus 210. All right. I'm a, a cash on that one also. All right. I hope uh, both those things happen because that's good for the Phillies. Uh, for me, I talked about it earlier and, and that first pitch. Uh, batting average against Spencer Strider. Um, you know, Kevin Long and the Phillies clearly were trying to jump that first pitch in game one. They've been aggressive. Uh, I didn't get any cosmic signs that it was Kyle Schwarber today, uh, but I'm going to take him as my home run hit at plus 340 
Uh, so a little bit of a long shot play there, but I kind of, I'm kind of feeling Schwarber. Um, hopefully it's the first pitch tonight. That would be Ooh. most ideal. Uh, and then the other one I'm going to take because he did have four strikeouts in three and two thirds innings in game one. We showed his his numbers in big game situations. I think Ranger is a big game pitcher. Uh, I'm going to take his over three and a half Ks, and you get a little plus uh, plus action there on the money at plus one twenty five. Uh, there is the graphic with our bets in case you missed it. Kyle Schwarber home run plus 340. Ranger Suarez over K's for me. Uh, Renee's got the o the Phillies run line uh, in the first five innings and Spencer Strider under seven and a half K's at plus 115. Tyler has his, although he doesn't have a microphone, I will read them for you. Tyler's been pretty sharp on this series as well. Tyler's going Austin Riley over one and a half total bases at plus 125. Uh, and Bryson Stott over half a stolen base, meaning he just needs one stolen base <laughs> at plus 310. So we all have some, uh, you know, some decent little long shots in there, a couple uh, that are more realistic. So hopefully we go 6-0 and as a show and, uh, you know, everybody can tag along here on DraftKings and we can all make some money on top of closing out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, our bets are sprinkled into a little bit of everything. Runs, pitching, hits, stolen bases, uh, total bases. So definitely spreading the wealth on the best bets that we're giving you guys and the the uh, ways to cash in. So honestly feeling good about this and I'm feeling so good about this that my game prediction is the Phillies are going to take this one. Not as many runs as, as yesterday, though. I would be perfectly fine with yeah, being incorrect. Yeah, they would have put up 10 runs, they would put up 10 runs again. <laughs> but I'm going to go half of that. I'm going to predict a 5-1 score for the Phillies today. I do think that offensively, um, I'm sorry, defensively, the Phillies have had the Braves numbers. And something that I want to just share in terms of numbers, if you guys haven't been paying attention, took a closer look at Ronald Acuna Jr., Ozzy Albies, Matt Olson, and Austin Riley. Now, in their total as a group, collective, the four of them, 46 at-bats, They've had five runs, 13 hits, three RBIs, one home run, and a lot of zeros across their stat line. So I know we've talked about some choking happening with the Braves, with their, their heavy hitters, the top of their batting order, not delivering this like we've seen them do in the regular season, come post season time. Not just this year. We've seen this last year. We've seen this in the past. And it's happening again. So my prediction today is that – with Ranger Danger on the mound, it's going to continue, and the Phillies are going to hold the Braves to just one run. I predicted two runs yesterday, guys. If you remember, my prediction was 6-2. to two. It ended up being 10-2. to two. So I'm hoping that, at the very least, my prediction for the Braves score is correct today. It's the right one. Well, Greg MC <laughs> in the chat is uh, with you. He said Strider blows on four days rest. He's going to get shelled tonight. So hopefully, you know, that's something where they can get to him early and, you know, get four or five run earned runs off of him, uh, and he can be pulled, you know, by the fourth or fifth fifth inning that would be uh great and Auburn Ashley another Braves fan is uh wiggled their way into the chat and says you guys <laughs> woke up a sleeping giant by imitating the chap Auburn's also saying and Auburn's actually a pretty cool name minus your comments not being as cool <laughs> um that Acuna is the MVP are you guys forgetting that better hold on to your seats in Philly listen MVPs show us MVP performances in big moments we haven't seen it today doesn't hopefully today's not the day either but uh we've seen our MVP Bryce Harper giving yeah, MVP performance maybe. 
maybe uh, the because Acuna is going to win the MVP this yeah, year. Yeah, without maybe. a doubt. I mean, listen, Ronald Acuna Jr. had an MVP regular season and honestly one of the best and historic yeah, it was productions six, six seasons. across. But as hypothetical the man league. says, only two of ten so far. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, the numbers for Ronald Acuna Jr. are insane. Those two hits, three runs, ten at bats. Not a great performance for your MVP. So uh, we're not the ones that's bashing your MVP. The numbers don't lie. And the performance we've seen from Ronald Acuna in the first two games, they, the story tells itself. Yeah. So, Jamie, so, what's your pick? Uh, me and Tyler ended up having the <laughs> same prediction. Uh, so Tyler and myself both have a 4-3 Phillies victory tonight. Renee's got the 5-1. to one. We got 4-3. Uh, you know, I hope all four runs come off of Spencer Strider so he can – uh, go make an IPA out of his tears. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I think Ranger's going to show up. I think Rob's going to push the right buttons in the bullpen tonight. And uh, I think we're going to be happy tonight. It's not going to be easy. The Braves aren't just going to go away. Uh, you know, the, you're going to have to face that one through five in the order. And I, I have faith in Ranger Suarez to do that. I like your comment, Patrick. What have you done for me lately? Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing <laughs> at all for the Braves. Listen, I'm, I'm very optimistic heading into today. I'm also realistic in that if we see the, the Braves catch any sort of a streak, makes me nervous. But I'm, I would love, and as we've all predicted, for the Phillies to come out and have a strong start. It'd be great if Kyle Schrober can, at, at leadoff, Make that happen. Ranger Suarez on the on the other side of just having a steady, steady pitching performance. Uh, but look, it's it's the Phillies day. It's the Phillies day. This this game is a great opportunity to lock things in, clinch the NLDS and move on. And as we've been talking about, it was two innings. Two innings that kept this series from being a sweep. So hopefully today the Bra the Braves are gonna continue to struggle. And the Phillies are going to continue to be successful and uh, have another straight, per yeah, straight performance. Yeah, and, and if the Phillies win tonight, I think a lot of credit uh, should be directed at Caleb Cotham, the uh, pitching yeah. coach of the Phillies. Um, you know, he was a pitcher himself. He's becoming one of the, you know, the hot young pitching coaches in the game. Uh, but if they're able to pull this out tonight, or even in Game 5, frankly, to hold some of these great Braves players in check the way they have, Obviously, the players get the majority of the credit, but I think there's been a good strategy and um, game plan going into these guys. So uh, Caleb Cotham could, you know, maybe elevate himself to a another job in this league, uh, but hopefully they can keep him. Uh, yeah. Once again, want to remind everybody there's an awesome new shirt. Yes. Get it while it's hot. Because uh, I know when it comes to playoff time, I just buy stuff and I worry about the details later. I'll deal with that credit card bill in, in November. Now, nah, who cares? Another shirt? Yeah, give it to me. Uh, and there it is, the Attaboy Harper, our iconic moment, uh, hopefully in Philly's history. I mean, it is an iconic moment. I just want that series to end in a, in a, in a, uh, in a victory. But Attaboy Harper, uh, the moment from last night where he got the stare down, Orlando Arcia. Yeah. It was beautiful. So you can head to allphly.com in the locker room section and get your shirts. We're going to tweet out all the social links to grab those as well. And you diehard members get a discount on locker room merchandise. So check that T-shirt out. Yes, it is uh, closer to game time since we started, obviously. Yeah, I'm going go to go need to have a beer. We still have a long way to go, guys. Listen, I love in the chat your, your 
keeping the trash talking going, even for the Braves fans that have trickled in here and wandered into the PHLY Phillies podcast, welcome. Happy to have you here. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, we also have a post-game show. So for all of you Phillies fans and Braves fans, you're more than welcome to come back post-game. Hopefully, we'll be having a nice celebratory, clinching post-game show. The post-game show is always drastically different from pre-game. Pre-game, we're calm, cool, and collected. Post-game, we, have, or we are batshit crazy losing it because uh, we were just so excited. Now, it's been an emotional roller coaster. It's been a lot of fun. And as you guys have talked about, the Phillies have come to play. For whatever reason, the Braves weren't ready. And apparently now they're feeling more ready that Bryce stared down Arcia. That's their motivation. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens if that is any additional motivation. I think the motivation should be it's the playoffs and you're about to get closed out. Yeah, but the, who knows? Uh, the trend in baseball <laughs> right now is pretty wild. I know Tyler has a updated postseason bracket as we kind of sign off here. Uh, but hopefully the Braves can add to this. Um, They were one of the top five teams in baseball in the regular season. There's your updated standings. The Diamondbacks were swimming in the the Chase Field pool last night. Obviously, we know what the Phillies-Braves series is. The Orioles, one of the five best teams in the regular season, gets swept by the Rangers, uh, and the Twins go down three games to one. I believe the Astros have now made the ALCS in seven straight years, which is Unfreaking believable cheating scandal or not to be in the LCS seven straight years is absolutely wild. But here's the stat the five top teams in the regular season in baseball this year, if the Braves become eliminated tonight, will all be eliminated and they'll have a one and 13 record in the playoffs. Uh, so that's Braves, Orioles, Dodgers, Rays, and Brewers were those f- top five teams. If the Braves lose tonight, they'll be one and 13 in the playoffs that is unbelievable uh and it's really adding to i think there's a i think there's a baseball resurgence out there nationally um and i I think the chaos of the playoffs only helps uh, solidify that which is what makes the whining and the complaining and the finger pointing about it's oh it's the media's fault for leaking attaboy harper it's this person's fault it's that person's fault (laughs) well what happened the last 14 postseason games 13 of those being losses so you know in my opinion what I've always learned growing up is when you have uh, the same thing happen over and over again it's the definition of insanity and you guys are clearly insane that you continue to have the same thing happen over and over again and then whine and complain about it fix it but not tonight tonight we're going to increase that number and continue to hold that one win uh yes keep all the comments coming I know some of you guys said that you also played our bets Tyreek, you played some of them as a parlay. All right. Feeling the pressure. I like yes. it. I like it. Eugene, I love the confidence. May everyone's parlays hit tonight. Absolutely. Let's make some money. Make some money. Let's make some money. Let's win the NLDS. Let's close out and prepare to take on the Diamondbacks. And for those of you guys that have tuned in, thank you. As always, smash the like button, subscribe, comment, go check out our Attaboy Harper shirt and purchase it. It's, and let's make sweet. sure we're rocking and rolling tonight at Citizens Bank Park. Post game show coming immediately. Immediately. One more time for the people in the back immediately after the game ends as we'll be here dancing on our own celebrating the Phillies go Phillies more to come here on PHLY Phillies podcast see you later guys we all silly like the mayor 